Hello again and welcome back to the It Gets Better podcast or welcome if you're new. My name is Lindsay Atkinson. I'm your host and today I'm a little nervous. I'm like <sighs> taking deep breaths. My heart's a little racy. I'm a little anxious for this topic but today we're talking about cutting off toxic friendships or just friendships in general but specifically the toxic kind, the red flag kind and the reason I'm so nervous is because I have had some toxic friendships in my life and the last thing I want are these people reaching out to me like, oh, I listened to your podcast. No, if this is you, uh-uh, let's not break open that box. Let's leave things where they belong in the past. Um, so it just makes me nervous because I'm at a really good place in my life. I'm filled with a lot of peace and I just don't want any of that back in my life. Okay, I take my peace very seriously. For a long time, I didn't and I take full responsibility for that. There were times in my life where I... I think I craved drama a little bit. I like to be in the drama. I think um, it goes back to my childhood, honestly. I know that everything goes back to my childhood, it seems like, but it's true. When you grow up in an environment where there's a lot of drama and chaos, I think your body kind of craves that and it sees that as dopamine. And when all of a sudden I was older and I had left my hometown and I didn't really have all this drama, it was like my body seeked it out. Like I... I looked for that relationship pattern and I definitely, definitely take responsibility for that. I do not think that in all of these friendships or there's not all of them, there's like two, but I do not think that, you know, they were like a hundred percent the issue at all. But I do feel like I sort of would seek out drama and seek out the chaos and people that also like that stuff. And, you know, when you combine two people that maybe like the drama, there's going to be a lot of drama. And I have healed from that. And I figured out why I was doing that those things. I got to the root of the problem. So now I'm able to just sit back, relax, and enjoy my peace. And I don't want to go back there. I don't want to do it. But I know there might be a lot of you who are currently struggling in patterns of toxic friendships, friends that are mean to you, friends that really aren't your friends. And it's a sucky situation to be in. It doesn't feel good. And you deserve to feel cherished in your friendships. You deserve to, you know, be respected and cared for. And you deserve for people to care for you the way that you care for them. And sometimes you also, maybe you're struggling with a lot of friendships and you haven't been able to look at the mirror in the mirror and decide, are you part of the problem? Because that's a big thing. I have been saying this quote a lot recently, but step out of the step out of the window and step into the mirror is like one of my new favorite quotes I heard on an Ed Milet podcast recently. And basically it's saying it, the longer you look at out the window and look at what everyone else is doing, the, you know, you got to step into the mirror and look at what you're doing. And I think that's something becoming self-aware of this is something that's really important if you do want to start having healthy, happy, productive friendships. So yeah, we're going to kind of dive into that and just explore. Ah, sorry, my chair just like moved and cracked and all this different stuff but we're going to kind of dive into friendships and all the different the different possibilities I guess because friendships are important friendships shape us they kind of create who we are in a way I mean we're not 100% our friendships but I'm sure you you've heard the quote you are the sum of the five people you hang out hang out with and I or people you hang out with the most and I really do think that's the truth because if you hang out with five people that are constantly down on themselves and negative and rooted in drama and talking bad about one another one another you're going to notice that you are also 
quite negative, probably down on yourself. You probably start to talk bad about them. I mean, if you're talking, if you're sitting with a friend and they're talking bad about everyone, it's human nature to start gossiping back. I mean, everyone gossips every now and then, but there's a difference between like, you know, having the occasional vent session and being, having friends that are constantly just gossiping about other people and judging other people. And that's a big sign of needing to heal is when you're constantly just critiquing everyone else and not realizing what does that say about yourself if all you're doing is critiquing others and one thing you might not realize is if you leave the situation and you feel guilty that's a sign that that's not fundamentally who you are that maybe you're just you're gossiping because the people you're with like to gossip and it makes you feel seen and heard and loved and it makes you feel accepted because deep down we all just want to be accepted we all want our friends to care about us you know friendships like I said are important they shape how we see ourselves and how we see the world and I think so many of us we long for community we long for a tribe and we don't if if all you've ever known is a tribe of people that talk poorly about one another you might think that's just how it is that that's what exists our friends that gossip about one another so you've just kind of gone with the flow but if every single time you leave those friendships you feel really guilty maybe it's a sign that's not who you are and maybe that's something you want to change and it's really important to start paying attention to how those friendships make you feel and ask yourself did you, do you did you like maybe how you felt better before those friendships and maybe would you feel better after those friendships because let me tell you a story time about one of my friendships, okay? So I actually might want to tell you a few. So let's first go back to the olden days when I had a friend who loved the drama and loved the gossip. And at the time, so did I. I was a very different version of myself. We would get together. We would talk about everyone we knew. We were quite negative. And it led to just a lot of unhealthy patterns in this friendship. We were always... I, she gossiped about me when I wasn't around. I gossiped about her when she wasn't around. Eventually that got back to one another and we were so mad at each other, even though it's like, if you sit with a friend and you talk bad about everyone else, there is no way they're not talking about you. If her and I were gossiping about everyone else, we knew we were gossiping about each other. And it eventually came full circle to where we both realized that we had been gossiping about one another and it just completely ruined the friendship. And I, I actually think it was for the best. I, looking back, do not feel like either of us were bad people. We just weren't good together. And we were both at that place in our journey where we had kind of attracted one another. Like they say you attract what you are. And I think because we were both heavily gossipy type people, that's why we stuck together. Because when we actually looked at it, we didn't have really anything in common. And that's that was something that we were validating with in one of, in one another like she was validating my want to gossip i was validating her want to gossip and truthfully we didn't need someone to validate that need instead we needed to look within and figure out why we were both doing that and maybe work on ourselves on our own and it's funny because i've caught up with this person in the future and we are both doing really well neither of us seem to be I'm not anymore I don't she doesn't seem to be the type to be gossiping a lot about other people it seems like we've completely changed as humans as you know we should change as part of life and I think it just shows that not every friendship is you know is necessarily who's bad and who's good sometimes two people attract one another because they're both 
seeking some sort of validation that could be on a good level or a bad level but on this friendship in particular it was on a bad level we were looking for people to make us feel better about all the shit we were talking and then we talked shit about everyone else and then we talked shit about each other and it just blew up in both of our faces and it was not a fun time like it ended in such when our friendship first ended it was it was a shit fire like we were on the phone constantly yelling yelling at each other we'd get together and try and figure out how to make this work and I think the reason we tried to make it work is because we both knew how much dirt we had on the other person because we had gossiped together so much and the fact that we were trying to make a friendship work based on a foundation of shit talking is a really big red flag the fact that both of us were trying to be friends because we knew the other person had so much dirt on each other is a really bad sign that we were not meant to be friends and we both had some deep inner work to do and I take full responsibility on my part of that because I had some deep work to do I was a negative person I've talked about this in the past like when I was living paycheck to paycheck and I was negative in my bank all the time and I couldn't afford food I couldn't afford to hang out with people my you know my age were going out I couldn't afford cute clothes and all the things everyone else was doing my age this is in my early 20s this friendship by the way like around my 20s age 19 20 21 time like of course like it makes sense when you're going through that kind of stuff when you're going through a time of lack in your life it makes sense to want to take it out on everyone else it makes sense to be angry at the world when bad things are happening it makes sense that I was angry at my life and I wanted to blame other people or critique other people to make myself feel better because that's truly what it is when people say like when you're gossiping it makes you it's to make you feel better one it does not make you feel better but two that is what you're hoping for like it didn't make me feel better to to sit with her and gossip about everyone else. It didn't make her feel better either. We were just trying to, we were trying to make ourselves feel better about our situations. And once I was able to look at myself, and like I said, step away from the window and look in the mirror and work on healing myself, I was able to fix that need to crit- critique others. And I realized that that was something I just didn't, I didn't want in my life. I didn't want to be the person that was mean about other people. I didn't want to make fun of people. I wanted to uplift other people and it took a while, but I got there. And obviously, like I said, that friendship ended, it blew up in both of our faces and it basically showed me how much I needed to heal. But moving on, there were other friendships in my life that were still not great. Like I am going to go into another friendship actually, and there's going to be a reason I'm going to share both. So Fast forward, there was another friendship in my life that was a toxic friendship. And this is a completely different spectrum because, you know, there's different types. Um, I had a friend that I loved. I really loved this person. I got attached to them and I don't know. I think they in some way reminded me of my mom maybe of the good times of my mom and the bad times this friend was really hot and cold she would go from giving me a lot of love to kind of taking it away and it almost always felt like I had to earn her friendship to earn her love and I think that mm, sorry there's a hair in my mouth I think that there was I think it was a sign of something I needed to heal within myself and this friend took such adva- so much advantage of me. It was, it's not even funny. And the thing is, I don't know if this 
person if this ex-friend of mine does this or did this to everyone or if it was just to me and I'll never know because I'm not going to ask it's not worth my time but it was wild to see that when the friendship started it was great like it was such a great friendship I was able to open up to this person about my childhood and my mom and not like oversharing but more so like we slowly opened up to each other about our lives and I felt really seen by this person we had a lot of common interests a lot of a lot of common interests a lot of you know, similar hobbies. We, I think we, we felt almost like sisters. We felt really close really quickly. And we both talked about how we instantly felt like best friends and how we were supposed to be friends for a long time. And things happen in life. And I, I don't know why, but it just slowly changed to where whenever this person had something bad going on, I felt like I was I was like the brunt of it like even if it had nothing to do with me I was the one it was being taken out on even though I would be the one to at the end of that give them all of this advice and love and you know support to lean on I still felt like I, it was being taken out on me this person was constantly late to hanging out with me and I don't mean like five minutes late I mean like an hour to two hours late and their excuses were always like oh I'm so sorry like this happened this happened and it was always a different excuse and sometimes it was always the same excuse it was just like excuse after excuse where I kind of just felt very not cared about like I felt like my time wasn't important and then they would critique all of a sudden it was like they were critiquing everything I did from the way that I would text them like oh you didn't send enough emojis in this so you had to have been mad at me oh like if I was two minutes late or oh my gosh you were two minutes late so this this or that and I would always give ideas of things we could do to hang out and they would always be like oh I don't really like that that idea and they would give their idea so I stopped offering up ideas because it was very clear every single time I was like why don't we do this that the answer was met with I don't want to let's do this instead and then they would all of a sudden they're like oh you never give ideas about for us to hang out it's always me putting in the work and it just felt like this weird cycle of them being super nice to me when I would do something for them or help them with something or be there for them but then all of a sudden it was like taken away over the fact like I didn't send the proper amount of emojis in a text and it was weird because it started to become a sign that this friend was deeply projecting because I started to like I started to believe the things they were saying like they'd be like oh my gosh but you're always late and I hadn't like never been late I think I'd been late like one time like five minutes and this person was literally always late like hours sometimes and the things that I did for this friend you don't even understand like I I can't say because it would give it away but I did I went I was bending over backwards for this friend I was putting my own work on the back burner and giving like days days of my time to help them with things that they would have never done for me I would ask them occasionally for a favor just to kind of see if they would return it even if I didn't even need it and they would always have a reason to say no there was one time when I was like I really um, I invited them to come with me on to something for my work and it was a really big deal it was one of the first times I'd ever gotten a really big like a brand trip type thing and they literally canceled on me like 11 p.m the night before and we had like literally we had hung out this past week and I had talked about it and they just kind of were dismissive so in the back of my head I was thinking oh are they going to be coming on this trip are they going to like I was like no one's just going to not tell you they're not coming with you on a trip they're not going to just like not go like they would tell you right that's that's common like I would not be like oh sorry I'm not coming with you have fun on that flight like no I would never do something like that and then I didn't bring it up because I just kind of assumed like oh maybe they don't want to talk about it they want to talk about their stuff it were it was kind of one of those things where we're always talking about them and at the time I was fine with it I didn't really see the issue at the time and 
I remember it was like 11 p.m. the night before and I was like no they haven't said anything and we've been hanging out and I was like you just have to ask her like you know just be like hey I'll see you in the morning right and so I texted her at like 10:55. I was like hey I'll see you in the morning right 6 a.m. and she was like oh I'm so sorry I totally forgot um I'm not gonna be able to go but have fun like have fun on a flight do this trip by myself that no one couldn't go on what and it was just ridiculous you know it's like okay that was shitty especially because I had done really big things for them and it wasn't like they were having to pay for anything by the way this was all paid for um and so it's just it just felt like 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 they were never gonna be there for me in the way that I was there for them it was always gonna be I was their shoulder to lean on. I was their friend they could go to when they needed help with work or they needed help with X, Y, or Z. I don't want to say too much, but they weren't willing to do those things for me. And I started to realize they were projecting, like I had said. I'm sorry, I kind of went on a tangent. And I realized that I, I started to believe everything they said about me, that when they would say that I was always late and all this stuff. And I would constantly start to apologize for things. And then one day it hit me. those things weren't true I kind of hit like a breaking point and I was scrolling through our text to realize they were always mad at me for saying that I texted very bluntly and it made them feel bad and I realized no I was like the most have you seen my Instagram you guys I'm the most emoji using person ever and it was actually the opposite where she would text me so coldly like I'd be like hey I'm on my way be there in five minutes and she'd be like okay or like hey do you want to hang out tomorrow no like <laughs> it was the complete opposite like when they would be like hey I'm I'm gonna they wouldn't be like hey like if I was ever gonna run late I like I said I was late one time I even looked through I was like hey I'm so so sorry I'll be I'm gonna be five minutes late and they're like okay well we might lose our table like nothing no forgiveness of like the fact that I was stuck in a taxi in New York City and sometimes you can't control five minutes of traffic and we did not lose our table they were just exaggerating um but when they were gonna be late they'd be like be there in five but then they'd be there two hours later literally sometimes they'd be like be there in five and they would literally show up two hours later sometimes Noah would text me be like hey are you there with so-and-so and And I'm like they're still not here and he'd be like you you should leave just come home you should be like hey it's been an hour and a half I don't have time to sit at a coffee shop and wait for you anymore but I never did it and that was the thing is I never stood up for myself and I think the final breaking point was when they asked me to do this massive favor for them um even after I was starting to get start to realize like they were kind of projecting on me that they were always late they were the ones who texted kind of coldly and again I don't really thing is I didn't care that they texted coldly and I should have cared that they were always late but I didn't because I was so forgiving of this friend because when they were nice they were so nice and it just kind of hit me one day that I was being treated like crap and I just realized I had to get out of this friendship I had to figure out what what it was that was keeping me around And I think the final straw was actually that she would talk poorly about everyone. Like, she would say, like, the meanest things about these people. And not, like, normal gossip. Like, big gossiping. And like I I mentioned, I had fixed this part of myself. I had worked to be a person who didn't gossip about other people. I had worked really hard to not just not gossip, but to not want to. To not literally want to have these. Because usually, if you fix the part of you that is really jealous and spiteful and angry, you don't have a reason to gossip. Because instead of looking at people and judging them, I looked at them with love. And I realized a lot of the things I was judging other people for, I was jealous. 
it wasn't that there was actually they were doing anything wrong I was simply jealous well one thing is this friend started to gossip heavily about a lot of people really really nasty things and I was so desperate in having this person validate me that I I I allowed it to happen and I would go home and I would feel horrible I realized I would go home and feel so bad about the things that she would say about these people. And it made me feel sick to my stomach, even though I didn't really say anything back. I'd just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, I totally understand why you feel that way. And I remember the final one of the final times we had hung out. Um, she was about an hour late and let me know when she finally got there, I was like, sorry, I had been talking to blank, this girl that she was always talking poorly about. She's like, and we were just having the best conversation. She's such a gem. She's like the sweetest human ever. And I remember thinking when she said that, you just said the most horrific things about this girl last week. And now you're so in love with her. Meanwhile, I, who don't, I don't even know this other girl, I've been waiting for an hour and a half And two minutes later, I know you're going to start critiquing something I've done. And it kind of hit me in that moment. The fact that she has a lot of friends like she and she also cycles through a lot of friends. She constantly is going through friends. And I started to realize that that she would kind of avoid letting me be around her other friends. She would kind of avoid inviting me to things involved her other friends. And I realized it's probably because she probably talks poorly about me to them. She's probably talked poorly about them to me. The same thing I realized when I had been in that previous friendship. But the thing is, I wasn't talking bad about those people. I had been, I was clean of this. So I realized I was just wanting some sort of validation from this friendship. It wasn't, and I didn't like who I had become because one, I always felt bad about myself. When I was around her, I always felt like I wasn't a good enough friend, like I was doing something wrong. I was literally analyzing the way I would text her to try and be a better friend. I would try to be nicer about when she was late, like try to make sure like, okay, well, when she gets here, don't be rude because you know, she's probably got, she's going through something. And it was the weirdest thing. I was doing everything to try and make this person feel good and make them like treat me nicer nicely and I realized it's because she reminded me so much of my mom that hot and cold love where like I love you sometimes I don't love you sometimes and I I just kind of realized I don't even think this friend liked me that much I think she simply just liked the things that I did for her and knew that not many other people would have done that I think when we first met maybe we had been good friends but maybe she just stopped liking me who freaking knows and just realized oh this is the friend that I can take my anger out on This is the friend I can project onto. And because of that, she started looking at me with hate because she was, I was the mirror to, to her issues. Like she was putting all, all of her issues on me. Like she was blaming me for being late, blaming me for her problems, lots of big problems. And so she would look at me and probably that's what she would think of because we, a lot of the times people in our lives are a mirror. And because she reminded me so much of my mom, because my mom did the same thing. My mom would blame me for losing our house. She'd blame me for her, for her drug addiction she'd blame me for abusing me and I realized this person obviously wasn't abusing me but they were treating me so poorly that Noah was like begging me to stop being friends with this person like the things they were doing I'm not even going into half of it because then they would know I'm talking about them and like I said I'm kind of scared of them I don't want them in my life and Noah was like Lindsay you've got to cut them out like the things they're doing is toxic like he would not be around this person he's like I do not want to be around them because I will not be able to hold my tongue And I realized because she reminded me so much of my mom, I was breaking myself. I was losing myself in this friendship when she wasn't even willing to bend for me. 
I was breaking and bending over backwards for someone who wouldn't even lift a finger for me. I was thinking I could love this person so much that they would start to love me back. That is really sad. And it makes sense. It makes sense for the things that I've been through. And maybe you hear something about in this story and you think of yourself. But let me also say, I am not, I had to cut this person off. And I had to just like rip it like a band-aid and be like, we cannot be friends anymore. I had to stop all communication when I realized this was happening. It was like a long enough cycle that I kept forgiving and I was like, nope, it's got to be done. And that was what I needed to catapult me into a realm of self-love, of happiness, of true friendships, because this person was would also isolate me from my other friends. She didn't care. Obviously, she can't isolate me from my husband. I would have never allowed that, but she would constantly make me second guess my other friendships and bring up things about them like she was studying them she would tell me that she saw things my friends would post online and be like oh I know this was about you I know this post where she was ranting was about you and it it was not by the way they were not but she would put these things in my head to make me even isolate myself from other friendships and once I got out of this friendship I realized I had to look at myself in the mirror and figure out what what was it about this friend validated something within me that made me want to stick stick around for so long and now I have to get to the root of that and heal that because I cannot be in that cycle any longer I need to figure out when this started what the initial red flags were so that way if it ever happens again I can literally be like oh my gosh this is a red flag this is a sign of a friendship that is not good for me I have to step away now because I let it go on for so long that it actually felt like this friendship breakup felt like I was ending a marriage and that may sound silly but when you're friends with someone for so long and you're just used to them like loving on you so much and be like oh you're such a good friend I, I like she would send me texts sometimes about how she could how much she cared about me and how great a friend I was and how she can always rely on me and then the next day she would pick me apart and tell me how frustrating it was that I, the way I texted her and then all this different stuff and it was so confusing that my mind literally felt like I never thought a friendship breakup could be worse than like a break like a like a romantic relationship breakup but it can they can hurt so bad and I think that's something we need to talk about is that it's okay it's okay for that to hurt it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it it doesn't mean you have to you shouldn't end a friendship just because it hurts to end things because you have to ask yourself was I happier before I was in this friendship if you're in a friendship like this, I was so much happier before I had healed from that, you know, that toxic cycle of gossiping, gossiping that I'd been in, in my early, like 1920. And I was like, you know, I was too old for this. Um, and so I healed, I put myself back. This was around the time I went back to therapy and I figured out what this issue was. And I really healed my, it's called the mother wound. I started to really heal my mother wound, which can lead to, you know, people talk about daddy issues where you might seek out guys that validate some kind of daddy issues you may have. I hate the term daddy issues. I don't know why, but it validates something that you didn't get from a father figure in your life. Well, that's apparently, according to my therapist, what was happening is she was validating the way my relationship was with my mother. And because of that, my subconscious was thinking, if I can fix this friendship, maybe I'll feel, I'll feel better about not being able to fix my relationship with my mom. Ouch, right? Ouch. I was thinking subconsciously if I could make this friend love me all the time and not hate me sometimes that maybe I'll feel better about not getting my mom to that place. 
That was what my subconscious was looking for. That is still being in survival mode. The fact that being in survival mode can lead to toxic friendships is crazy because here I was just thinking, I don't, I didn't even know why. I didn't know why it was being like that. And maybe you're hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, I've done this too. Well, don't worry because I now have incredible friendships. I literally went back to a lot of my like old friendships and was like, hey, I'm so sorry that I was a shitty friend for a while. I didn't like go and gossip about, gossip about this person. I just told them, you know, I was struggling with some stuff and I really, really would like to be a better friend to you. And I have the best friendships right now. I have the best friendships where I know I, if I need something, they're there for me. If they need something, I'm there for them. If we can't be there for each other, it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. We realize we can't be everything for each other. They're healthy, boundary setting, happy, mutually beneficial, equal friendships. And they're, they're so much better. Like where I get so excited to talk to my friends. I get so excited to get on FaceTime, to go to coffee shops, to get together and take photos or whatever people do with their friends nowadays. You know, whatever it is you do. Like I used to leave feeling so drained and now I leave feeling so energized. And that is a sign. That's a huge sign that something was wrong with those previous, that previous friendship. So what I want you to do is kind of pay attention to how your friendships make you feel and how they're shaping you because that toxic friendship was actually making me feel horrible about myself and was shaping me into someone who treat let people treat me like shit it was shaping me into someone that thought that I could love someone harder to make them love me back that I could love someone into treating me properly that is a horrible horrible pattern and habit to tell myself I need to tell myself that I deserve respect and I would love, I get to love someone based off the, the way they treat me. And obviously it's, it's a give and take, but if someone treats me like crap, I don't try and love them into treat, so that they treat me better. No, I give my love to people who earn it and people deserve it. Obviously, sometimes you get help when you love people. Cause I still, honestly, I still love this friend. I have a lot of love for her and I can look back now and wish her the best because I realize I don't even think she was that bad of a friend to anyone else. I think I... I probably validated something within her. Maybe she needed somewhere to take out her negative energy. Maybe she was the positive friend for, with, for everyone else. I don't really know. So maybe she needed someone, or not literally, but like she needed someone where she felt like she could take out all of her negativity on, which maybe without with us not being friends, maybe she'll look in the mirror one day or maybe she already has and realize, oh crap, this is not a, a healthy thing. I should be taking out this stress in a fitness, in a gym, on a on a, a boxing ring or something. I don't know. Maybe I should go to therapy or maybe I should journal or like scream into a pillow. Those are, that's a lot healthier than yelling at someone else. And so sometimes we are actually, I was so afraid to stop being her friend because I also didn't want to, I was so afraid of hurting her feelings, which is wild. And I realized sometimes we are holding back on someone getting their proper karma by not hurting their feelings. Like, Maybe she needed that friendship to end for her to be able to learn her life lesson too. It's not even just about me. That's the thing is I'm still thinking about this girl. I'm still like, well, maybe it helped her. Wow, Lindsay, <laughs> that's not good. Or maybe it is. Maybe it just goes to show the type of person I am. I don't know. But I realized that the longer I stayed in the friendship, I was not just holding myself back. I was holding her back from a life lesson because when I had that friendship blow up in my face, the, the first friendship, when we were both gossiping, it taught me a life lesson to look within and stop being shitty about other people and look at myself, stop judging people and become someone that I liked so that I wasn't critiquing everyone else and 
stop letting jealousy and spite make me a bitter person. And if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be where I am today. I'm grateful now that that first friendship blew up because I needed that to make me who I am today. I'm proud of who I am. I've become someone that cheers other people on, that uplifts people. And I've become a great friend. Like I am proud of the friend I am now. I literally have people still tell me that I'm an incredible friend. And not in like a cocky way, but it's because I am proud to say that I am now a good friend. And to that past friendship, not the gossipy one, the one before that, I the one after that. Um, by the way, these are years in between these two friendships. It wasn't like I, they were back to back. But I, I know I was a good friend there too, but I was not in a way, no, because I was allowing that to happen. I was allowing it to continue and I wasn't cutting it off. So it's like maybe I was being a good friend to her, but I was being a shitty friend to myself. And if being in a friendship with someone, if in order for you to be a good friend to someone else, you have to be a shitty friend to yourself, that's not a good friendship. You should be able to be a good friend to them while also being a great best friend to yourself too. You should not have to hurt yourself for someone else to like you. You shouldn't have to bend and break for someone else to lift a finger for you or to just smile at you or to be kind to you. That's not how it works. You deserve respect. So again, I am in the best place I am. I could be right now with friendships. Obviously I'm still learning and I still have work to do, but it's just the reminder that sometimes those friendships, when they treat us poorly, sometimes it's because we have to look in the mirror. Friendship one for me. Sometimes it's because we have to figure out what it's validating within ourselves. And something I realized is I had to kind of look and ask myself, what were my toxic habits in those friendships? And I made a list, make a list of the qualities that you need in a friendship and that you want in a friendship. Um, Maybe it's someone that doesn't gossip. Occasional venting is fine. Okay. Occasional gossip is normal. Everyone does it. Let's just, let's not even lie. Um, But someone who gossips all the time and is frequently gossiping, I don't want that someone who doesn't value my time I don't want that someone who um snaps at me for not doing just out of nowhere doesn't know how to communicate I don't want that but the thing you have to do is also look at yourself because I just looked out the window and to decide the the qualities I wanted for those friendships then you gotta look in the mirror and say do I do I have those qualities do I have good, good communication do I value their time Am I kind when it comes to other people or am I gossiping as well? And you have to make sure that you are becoming that type of person too because we attract what we are. We accept things that we think that we deserve. So if, if I am constantly gossiping, why? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to feel like I deserve a friend that is super uplifting because I'm going to know that if I'm around that person that's super uplifting that maybe I'd start gossiping, they're not going to want to be friends with me. So I need to work on myself first become your own best friend first so that way you attract people that are also their own best friend because you need to be there for yourself first once you are your own best friend then you can attract people that are that are also on that same wavelength and that's what we need we need those healthy friendships that are equal and respect filled respectful filled lots of green flags and also if you have a friend that's just treating you poorly and it's not like you're not doing necessarily anything wrong and you're like just putting up with it ask yourself are you a mirror for those friends you know are they filling a void for you do they is someone hurting you and they remind you of a previous family member that used to hurt you and is it Is it not that they make you feel good, but maybe they do fill a void and you're thinking you can fix them the way that I thought I could fix that friend? Because that's not fair to you. You don't have to fix everyone. No one else could come here and fix me. No one could come and fix all my broken pieces. I had to put myself back together and I fixed myself. 
I saved myself. So we can't live our life thinking that we can just save everyone and fix everyone and that we can love them into being better versions of themselves. You have to love yourself into being a better version of yourself and then lead by example. So something I saw on TikTok is, like I said, make a list of those qualities and then again, ask yourself how you feel in the friendships that you're in. Did you feel better before? Did you feel better? You know, would you feel better if they weren't around? And then set, there's a few different ways you can go about it if you have these negative friends. Three, there's three different ways. One is setting boundaries. If it's something simple, like maybe you and a friend have just been gossiping a lot and you realize, you know, this is not good. I don't want to do this anymore. Say, hey, you know, I don't really want to talk about these people anymore. I'm really working on myself and I don't really want that to happen. And I remember I once when I had made a friend after my like previous gossipy friend who immediately started gossiping about someone to me. And I said, I actually don't want to talk bad about people anymore. Or I, I, don't, I said, I, I, think, I, think, I don't think I said anymore. I said, I don't No, I think I was. I think I said something along the lines of, you know, I used to gossip a lot about people and it always made me feel really bad. So I don't really want to gossip about people anymore, especially when I don't know them. And it just makes me feel really bad about myself. So I'm really working on that. And I remember this person made fun of me they made fun of me for it. I'm like oh you think you're better than everyone and I realized okay this isn't a good friend and I was able to just not be friends with that person I didn't have to make some big scene I just realized you know we tried it I will not reach out to them again I will just be busy the next time they ask me to hang out and luckily they didn't ask me to hang out again either because we just were not <laughs> right for each other and that's great because kind of like maybe they thought they knew who I was because, you know, previous versions they'd heard about me, maybe they'd heard about me from other people and they thought I'd be a friend they could gossip with. But the new version of me stepped up and said, nope, I've changed. Sorry. So, you know, you can set boundaries. You can also cut people off. If you realize that someone is not good for you, you can just cut them off. And that is, it is so hard to do the first time that you cut someone off or the first time you set boundaries. Um, but, the, but once you do it, it does get a little bit easier because you have to protect yourself at all costs. And you cannot afford to hold on so tightly to something that is hurting you. It is killing you. It is draining you. Sometimes we hold on so hard to something because we think we need it. But the moment we let go of it, we realize how much better we feel without it. And the letting go part is scary. It's like hanging, it's like hanging in the air, holding on to like, you know, a hot air balloon string or something. You're holding on for dear life because you're afraid if you let go you're going to hit the ground. You think, you think it's going to gonna hurt and you're so scared. But then all of a sudden you actually look down and realize below you there's a big trampoline and you're going to be caught nice and easily. And once you get off the tra- trampoline, there is a corn dog farm. I don't know what, what a corn dog. There's a big corn dog food truck <laughs> with free corn dogs and Diet Coke. And you actually realize the moment you let go, you get to hit a trampoline and then go get a corn dog. That sounds great. But you know what? Even though you see all of that below you and you know you're going to be fine, letting go of that freaking rope that you're holding on to is going to be terrifying. Just like cutting off a friend, it's terrifying at first. But the moment you let go, you do that big act, it's done. You did it, you're free. You hit the trampoline, you go get a Coke. <laughs> and the other thing is demoting. This is what I learned about from TikTok when it talked about the three different ways. Not every person has to be cut out of your life. Sometimes we can just simply demote someone. Like going back to that friendship that I did have to cut out of my life. Imagine if all it was is she was late all the time. Imagine that was the only thing is she was late. If that was it, 
I probably would first set a boundary and be like, hey, you're late a lot. And, you know, I totally understand that, you know, you have things going on. But next time, if you're if you're late, could you just let me know so I can go home? Or if you're because she would also cancel a lot of times, like she'd cancel like 20 minutes after I was on my way to things. I'd be like, hey, if you could just let me know the night before if, that you're canceling or give me a heads up, that would make things a lot easier for me. That's a way you can set a boundary. And if you don't want to have to go and cut someone off, you can simply demote them when they start. If they show up late for a few things, I could start doing what Noah said, what I, sh- I could have done a long time ago and just simply go home. Be like, Hey, I waited for an hour, but you didn't show up. So I, you know, I have work to do. So I had to go home. Boom. And then they know one, that boundary is really set. And then you just simply demote them and you don't, you don't keep them as a friend that you rely on to hang out with all the time because you know, they're all often late. Um, and they cancel. So then you, you demote them to a back burner friend. You hang out with them less, you know, you let it fizzle out on its own that's okay too. It doesn't always have to be this like scary thing. Now, some people have to be cut off, like I said, but some people you really can just let it be demoted. If you have a friend that maybe gossips quite a bit, but you really like this friend and you, you know, you care about her a lot and she has a lot of amazing other qualities, you can just simply ask yourself what times, like what type of ways that we hang out ends in, in, her, in her gossiping. If it's coffee shop dates, maybe stop doing those. Maybe she, you start asking her, hey, do you want to go to a gym with me instead? You guys go do a workout together or maybe you go to the movies and maybe that means you see her less but you demoted her so that you can protect yourself and keep that boundary with yourself protect it's like an energetic boundary as well and then you see her in times where it doesn't leave you feeling guilty and like crap and some friends you just might be like you know what when I leave this friendship I feel drained I used to hang out with them once a week I'll start hanging out with them once a month and if I still feel drained maybe I'll hang out with them once every other month just maybe they'll become an acquaintance it'll just fizzle out I'll just be busy when they catch when they reach out to me and it doesn't have to be a big deal we might think about like in our head we might think like oh they're gonna think it's a big deal no they'll probably just think it fizzled off and that's okay and in the end it's either way it's fine because you deserve to have good friendships you deserve to have friendship friendships where you feel cared about and loved and I wish it was talked about more how important friendships are because I think we're not really taught like, you know, we're really taught how to maneuver relationships and family, but we're not taught how to maneuver friendships. And I think it makes it so uncomfortable and awkward that a lot of us don't know to have, know how to have like, you know, healthy confrontation or like healthy communication with friends. And I definitely didn't for a long time. And it led me on a path of a pattern of friendships where either I was treating them poorly or they were treating me poorly or we were both being poor treating other people poorly and if you have a pattern if you notice that you're in a pattern of friendships that just feel bad you have to stop and ask yourself am I part of the pattern you know is there something I could do to change this pattern would my life be better if I don't jumped off this path and started a new path and maybe so and we don't fix that by trying to fix the other person I wish we could. You can set a boundary. You can set a boundary and you can give them an expectation and then, but then it is up to them to actually fix it. And that's that's a them problem. They have to work with on themselves. Just like if someone tells you, "Hey, I'm tired of you always being late. If you're late all the time." They can tell you that, but then you have to be the one to fix that. And that's up to you whether or not you want to change. That's up to them if they want to change. So the most we can really do is set boundaries demote cut off work on ourselves love ourselves so much work on ourselves so much love ourselves so much that it becomes really easy to not stay in negative relationships and friendships that the moment someone crosses a boundary with us the moment they do something that is rude or disrespectful we love ourselves so much to say hey that's not cool 
hey, that's not, that's not something I'm allowing in my personal bubble, (laughs) you know? And I think that's possible. And I think the way it's possible is by self-love. I think it all comes down to self-love and self-worth because usually in our friends, our friendships, we're hoping they will validate the way we want to feel or the way we do feel. And once you start, once you start acknowledging the friendships and realizing which ones are not healthy for you, which ones are not good for you, and you start to distance yourself or change the way, you know, the dynamics of those friendships, the more you start to have healthy friendships, you're going to realize that those are going to change the way you feel too. Once you start being in healthier friendships where you guys uplift one another, you build each other up instead of gossip, you know, you help each other in hard times, but you also cheer each other on in good times and you're just good, healthy friends who respect each other, respect each other's time and your energy. And you're going to realize that those friends shape you just as much as the toxic ones did, but in such a better way. You're going to leave those friendships feeling proud of yourself, motivated to do your work, you know, it's going to feel like free therapy sometimes. Honestly, some I just had a FaceTime with my friend uh, Brooke last night. We were on FaceTime for three hours. Usually after 20 minutes of talking to friends, I'd be so drained. No, I do not get drained. I was like energized and pumped. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. I woke up today and I felt excited for work because she, you know, was cheering me on. She's to- sent me a voice note this morning saying she's excited for work because I was cheering her on. And I noticed that I get excited to tell her about my accomplishments where with my other friend, I was kind of scared to tell her my accomplishments because she'd always get mad. Like she'd be like, oh my gosh, like, why are you, why are you bragging? I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I got, you know, this cool brand deal. Why are you bragging? You know, that's not how it should be. But yet she loved when I was having hard times. If something bad happened, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm here for you. Because that's something you have to notice is sometimes friends are only there for you when bad things are happening. There are, there are two types, actually. Sometimes there are friends that are only there for you when bad stuff is happening because they want like that superiority complex they want to feel like they're better than you they want someone to make them feel better about themselves and there's some friends that are only there for you when you're doing well because they kind of want a social climb they kind of want a little bit of the clout they kind of want to use your energy and take that positive energy from you and use it on themselves they want to learn from you you deserve friends that are there for both friends that are there for the hard times and the good time friends where you you need to be there for the hard times and the good times you know it's not either or that's not what friendship is and that's where I'm at now. I, I am really happy that I have those kind of friendships and I know you totally deserve those. And the more you have them, the easier it's going to be to attract them because you are going to realize how good they feel. So you're going to reciprocate that to people. You're going to start to understand your worth and friendships. And once you realize how good, good friendships can feel, you're not going to tolerate the bad ones. So if you've been struggling with toxic friendships, this is your sign to put yourself first. Okay. This is your sign to stop breaking yourself for people that won't even lift a finger for you. This is a t- this is your sign that you can't love someone into treating you properly. You got to love yourself first and love yourself the most. So I love you so much and I hope this episode maybe sparked some inspo within you to take a look at your friendship list. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you know to reconsider if any of your friendships are treating you poorly and maybe identify why you're allowing that and maybe take steps into you know, clearing out that negative energy because we don't have time for it in 2023. Okay. We are protecting our peace this year. We are putting ourselves first. I love you so much. I'm sorry. This was, I'm not apologizing. I'm, I'm, I am glad this was such a long episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you so much and I will see you all next Tuesday. Bye.